Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. We're doing some Monday morning quarterbacking, talking about the the big Tampa Bay-Kansas City game this week. And I have a co-pilot in today to chat with me, Angie Corley. Hi, and welcome. Hi. All right, so there's a few reasons I asked Angie in here with me. Uh, one reason is she's a legit sports fan. So, like, she's the kind of lady who will uh, start a sports conversation with you when you don't, you know, you least expect it. So, and she actually wants to talk and, and chat sports. So, that's the first reason. And the second reason is that she's a huge Chiefs fan. <laughs> so... I asked her before we knew the outcome of the game, so you're going to definitely feel the huge Chiefs sports fan part of Angie when we talk today. So this might be some therapy for you because I know after after losses, it is tough. But maybe if you talk through it today, the day after the game, maybe you'll get it out and feel better. So thanks for coming in here, Angie. Thank you. It's a sad Chiefs fan today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm sad, too. I mean, I'm not I'm not even a Chiefs fan, but that's who I was pulling for. You know, mm-hmm. there's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. So I was sad as I watched the game unfold, too. So um, let's just talk about kind of the, the big storylines for the week or leading up to was kind of the young old, the I thought it was interesting how it was like the Chiefs versus like Brady. Mm-hmm. You hardly heard much else about all the other t- things surrounding um Tampa Bay, but it was all Brady versus kind of all these things going on with the Chiefs and kind of that storyline of back to back and the Chiefs go back to back versus the whole like 10 appearances and everything Brady related. Sure. Right. It was like that's kind of what dominated. So do you, how, what are your Tom Brady uh, feelings? <laughs> well, um, let's keep those maybe a little bit to myself, but I think the, to me, the fascinating storyline between those two. Um, and the thing that they kept talking about this week and they always I just found so interesting was the fact that during Brady's very first Super Bowl appearance, Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. Yeah. Like that stat to me is just it's amazing actually for both of those guys, right? Yeah. Like what that must feel like for Patrick Mahomes to get to go against the greatest of all time yep. in football. And that really pains me to say that. But I, I think. Unfortunately, that's probably what he well that's, that's what he is. For sure how it stands now. For right. sure. Absolutely. And so it's going to take somebody maybe like Patrick Mahomes to ever kind of change that mm-hmm. status for Brady. So right now that's that's how it is, but I do when I when I look at what Patrick Mahomes has done in the last 3 years and what the Chiefs and and the whole city of Kansas City want him to do over the next 10 years. That's the um, thing. It's not I mean, yes, it's sad, but it, okay. You've a year ago, you guys won the whole thing, right? So, right, you have that, and right. you have the the going forward, knowing who you have right. leading the both, you know, the coaching and leading on the field. So you're in good shape still, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, when you compare the baby little career so far of Mahomes oh, compared I mean, to, and you, I think that's crazy. That's the thing that stuck out last night is watching that game. They haven't played like that in the last three years, like that. I almost forgot what it felt like to be for it to be a painful Chiefs game because yeah. it just hasn't happened. There's so much fun to watch, even when they're down. You think they're gonna that spark is just gonna light and they're gonna yeah. turn it around. And I think even going into halftime last night, 
that's probably how every Chiefs fan felt was they're going to come out in the second half. They play better when they're down. Yeah, it kind of was like the scene is set for this epic comeback. Right. It's going to be a great second half. Right. I mean, which would have made for an awesome watching experience. Sure. Of course. But it would have been a better watching experience. There was definitely something off with the Chiefs. I mean, you know, they kept going back to, well, I think a lot of it goes back to, um, it was, I think, Eric Fisher who hurt his Achilles. So Very much. it shifted everything, just like everything on the O-line, right? And then Tony Romo pointed out so many times during the game how they had the two high safeties back there. And it just like almost from the beginning, it felt like it wasn't going to happen. took away Mahomes' secret sauce, being mm-hmm. able to like, you know, do his thing. And mm-hmm. so right off the bat, it was like it wasn't even... And I'm one of those right. like superstitious fans. I'm like sometimes I'm like, don't say that because then you feel like it's just going to come to fruition. And so, yes, I think that that they definitely were not a hundred percent healthy. And you know, there's a lot of players still on the field that can overcome that. But last night, for whatever reason, they couldn't. The game plan you could tell Tampa Bay came in with the strategy to to overcome that that hole um, that the Chiefs had. And I love Andy Reid, like oh, love him. But there was him. also just some. I feel like they were they weren't as prepared this weekend. Do you see that? I do. Um, and and Andy Reid, not I would never take away from what a great coach he is. Yeah. Um, to say that he didn't have his team prepared because ultimately that's a collective responsibility of the coaches and the team, the players. Um, but I think given what happened last week, late last week, yeah. Um, with his family, um, that had to have weighed on his heart. Um, yeah. Was this his son? His right? son yeah. was involved in a car accident yeah. um, that, you know, critically injured two children. And yeah. that's devastating for everybody. That's He's a good human being. And so yeah. there's no way that that didn't weigh on his heart. And then the guys that play for him day in and day out, they love him. And oh so that gosh. weighed on their hearts. They do. There was a special before, I mean, there was football coverage from like 7 a.m. yesterday, right. which is insane. But um, there was a Tony Romo goes to the Super Bowl, or Tony takes the Super Bowl or something. Uh-huh. And he was doing a sit down with like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes and, and probably somebody else. But um, he asked like Pat, he's okay, you're going to be a dad. That's a big deal. So who on your team will you never let babysit? And Romo <laughs> threw out a couple names and he said, Andy Reid. And Mahomes goes, oh, no, no, no. He's, he's the number one. Like... <laughs> He's the most qualified person I would leave my babies with because he is, that's him. Like, he would care for, he's the best caregiver. Yeah. They love him. Yeah. And you can see that in him. He's a tough coach. They respect him. But ultimately, they love him. And so I think that 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 weighed on their hearts. And it's not an excuse by any stretch. It just, that's how the game played out. Yeah. And I don't think that's the sole reason. But I think as people were watching last night, if you really are a Chiefs fan, as much as you wanted to win, you couldn't overlook the human piece of that. Yeah, that human element came in. And when you're playing... Okay, I'm not even going to say when you're playing a team like Tampa Bay, because I don't even know what that means. But when you're playing against someone like Tom Brady, the tiniest cracks, they're going to figure out how to expose that. And he did. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. And he did. Okay, so looking at kind of the the stats, especially like quarterback stats, how it ended up playing out, right? I know. I tried not to look. Close your ears for this part. (laughs) But some of it's actually interesting. Like some people today, oh, it's boring. The game was boring, this and that. It it really, when you look at it on paper, it really wasn't. Um, When you look at some of the way that it, some of the things that were even and weren't. But so 
It's a 31 to 9 final score, right? Mm-hmm. So um, Brady was 21 for t- 29 and Mahomes 26 for 49. He didn't and, have any protection. And all I think is those, when I hear that 49, I'm like, oh, that fourth quarter, he was just trying every every snap he could try. Just Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but 21 for 29. Um, and then Brady had 201 yards with Mahomes 270. And then you look at touchdowns. Like, I can't even believe... Three touchdowns, that's fine. That's normal. I cannot believe that the Chiefs could not get a touchdown. Of all the predictions out there, that wouldn't have been one of them. No. Yeah. Insane. Um, I think there's a stat that the Chiefs have scored a touchdown in every quarter. Yeah. I I don't even know for how many games. So it's just they could do that in their sleep normally. You know, just (laughs) and all the weapons that they have. It's not like he just has one or two receivers. To work with. He has, of course, Tyreek. He has Travis Kelsey. And then there's, you know, three or four other guys that he could throw but to. But even and those go-to guys, I mean, it was only a couple possessions in where it hit Tyreek Hill's face, his yes, helmet. Yes. And, and that was just one and you think, okay, whatever. But then you also know that stuff comes back to get you when you, you've now lost a big down right. and you didn't convert and all that. I mean, then... After turnovers, they score their first touchdown. And and then the end of the game, there were several of those where his go-to receivers mm-hmm. could not catch the ball. My husband was watching the game outside with some friends, and he walks back in after one of the passes to Kelsey, and he was like, he never yeah. drops that. I'm like, I know. I'm like, it's can't weird. even talk about it. Right. Yes. Like, it was They just were just off. They were just And they off. couldn't get back on. That's right. the problem. Right. It's normal to be off at the beginning. Sure. And Mahomes even talks about that, how you have to learn how to reset. Right. Okay, silver lining for you. Mm-hmm. Mahomes probably learned a lot more last night than if he would have won. Sure. Because he already knows how to win that big game. Sure. But he felt things last night like that he was not expecting. Mm-hmm. He was probably not prepared for because they, did, they didn't know how to solve them. They didn't know how to come out at halftime and, and readjust to fix those right. things. This will hurt, like, him, and so he'll probably come back a way better quarterback for sure, this. Sure, sure. I mean, three years into the league, and he knows so much, mm-hmm. but he will you know, admit that he still has so much to learn, and I think that's what people enjoy about him so much is he's so humble. Yeah. And he knows he has room to grow, which how exciting is that? Yeah. Um, and I think you and I actually even talked about this at basketball one day, that the, really the only way you get better is when you lose. Yeah. So... And you, that's in any you sport don't expose at any your level. weaknesses when you win so much. Right. You don't see them. But he sees some right. now. Right. Unfortunately. It'll hurt. He'll have right. to lick his wounds. But but I think too, as a Chiefs fan, we've settled into this really comfortable place of they can win no matter what. And yeah. so last night I think that's why everyone is feeling just this uh feeling for them of Yeah. Wait, we we, we like didn't shock. turn it yeah, kinda yeah. shocked. We yeah. didn't turn it around and Last year was such an exciting game, and and being a Chiefs fan my whole life, that's the first time they've been to the Super Bowl since the year I was born. Oh. We won't talk about what year that was, but um, so that was the most exciting thing. Yeah. And then to be in the Super Bowl back to back, I didn't know as a Chiefs fan that I would ever get that's to experience that. So I know counter blessings. Yes, you'll yes. be back. I mean, you guys like yeah, you have yes. a good road ahead of you. Okay, so that was, you know, three touchdowns to no touchdowns. Um, <laughs> to no touchdowns. The interceptions. Tom Brady didn't throw any picks. Nope. And how many did he throw against Green Bay? Like I don't three? Know. I'm like, why couldn't, I know, we, right? why couldn't we have one of those? He, he was in the zone. <laughs> he was. He um, was. And there were two interceptions for Mahomes. Um, but the penalties. 
Four penalties for Tampa Bay, 11 for the Chiefs. It was like, okay, I'm going to give the excuse that they had to shift their players around and they were just backups playing and it was an unusual thing, but that it was bad, So the penalties. You never want to be the team that says, you know, uses the excuse of, oh, the refs cost us the game. Like, Mm -hmm. don't ever put yourself in that position where, like, one play matters or one call matters. But last night, and I I get I'm a little biased, that's okay, but it felt, the the officiating felt very lopsided last night. There were some that were obvious calls, and then there were some where it felt like, whoa, are you calling that just because we're playing Tom Brady? Yeah, like, that's were... just me speaking as a Chiefs fan. Then there were some other people that weren't, like, diehard Chiefs fans that I was with. They were in agreement. They missed some. They, yeah. Yeah. So They called some that weren't there, and they missed some. Sure. Tom And Tom Brady gets the calls. Let's... That wasn't the first game where that's happened well, where... But the ones I'm thinking of weren't when Tom Brady were, was on the field. They're, like... Chiefs mental mistakes. Sure. I mean, like sure. the offsides in the first quarter, or yep. there were just, there were several that were direct impacts on. And that offside in the possession. first quarter was probably some nerves. Yeah. You yeah. know, some, but, you know, there were some pass interference calls last night that you're like, just got to let them play the game. Yeah. Like, here we are in the biggest game of the year. You got to let them play the game. And, you know, when the ball isn't catchable and you still call, and those interference. Big, go, those are big momentum shifts. They are yeah. because they're, they, they affect the the players mentally for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. So we talked about how some of the Chiefs guys didn't um, support Mahomes very well, but I guess we need to talk about Brady's supporting cast. <laughs> so at one point, I was just like, okay, Gronk is. I like him because he's just silly and funny and, you know, all the thing, other things he does outside of football, too. But, um, like, it's incredible just the story of him retiring, leaving, and then getting pulled back in mm-hmm. by Tom Brady and then performing last night. Like, that was, that was oh, pretty great. It, I mean, what a story he yeah. has to tell. And I think one of the one of the best commercials last night he was in where he's like, I'm retiring from retiring? Yeah. You know, and then he's like, Mom, where are my football pants? I love like, that. You got to love that. Yeah. He's, he's He doesn't cute. take himself too seriously. No. He's been in the right place at the right time with the right people, that's for sure. Yeah, so he was solid, and that, that helped. I think mean, having that duo back out there, and, and Leonard Fournette also showed up too. And so there was – it's crazy when you think, all right, Brady goes to this new team. Mm-hmm. He's sort of, you know, his island now trying to be the guy. But he brought his guys in and still made it, mm-hmm. like, unstoppable. Well, I heard an interview with him yesterday that was – pretty impressive. He said that someone was asking him, you know, the media wants to make this so much about Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick, right? Mm-hmm. They want they want that controversy. They want him, they've goaded him so many times or baited him into trying to have that conversation to be negative towards Bill Belichick. And someone asked him, are you excited to do this without Bill Belichick? And he said, that thought has never even crossed my mind. And I mean, whether that's the truth or not, he he wasn't going to go there and let it. He didn't allow the media to make it about that. Right. And I think that's great. And yeah. so that was, I think, out of respect for himself and the respect for his teammates that helped him get to the Super yeah. Bowl because he didn't do it by himself. And that's his. That's part of the reason why people don't like him too is that he isn't going to give someone else um, the spotlight in that instance. True. He's going to take it. True. And like, 
you know. Yeah. But he did. He did after the game. He, he tells his team, everybody earned it. All that. He's, yeah. That's the leadership part. Like, for sure. He's not for gonna sure. leave his guys hanging. Like that's he knows the importance of having them, having the support there. Okay. So. That's like kind of the the football stuff. I want to ask you about some of the non-football stuff real quick, though. Most people don't care about this, Mm -hmm. but I do. Um, So, like, the ownership of both teams is fascinating to me. I think ownerships of a lot of professional sports teams are fascinating, but these had weird parallels that I thought are cool. So... Everybody knows, I talk about it all the time, how much we love FC Dallas. And so right. the owners are, you know, they also own FC Dallas. But that even sounds so shallow as compared to what that means for the Hunt family. Like, they don't just own FC Dallas. Like, Lamar Hunt started the MLS. Right. And another soccer league. And, you know, start, like, created this this secondary, the AFC. So this secondary league that ends up competing for the Super Bowl and coins the phrase of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of these things, like... That stuff fascinates me. Um, and then on the other side, the other family that owns um, the Buccaneers, they're also a soccer family, which is even bigger than what we know of the Tampa Bay right. success here. Like Manchester United is is Ryan's favorite English Premier League team. Right. Like we That's have a whole their other stuff level. on our walls. We have jerseys. We have books. We ha- it's it's a thing. So that personally was cool to see those parallels. Mm-hmm. And um, I read some articles about how each family made their money and this and that. Like Texas Oil for the hunts. Mm-hmm. And it's just it was just a cool storyline. So I'm sure you being from well, where are you actually from? From Kansas City. I okay. was born and raised there. Okay. See, right. you probably um, uniquely know some of that history too, which makes it even more like personal when you get attached to these teams. Yes, and but what I think is really neat and what I didn't know until I moved to Texas just because and probably some of that was with age is that the Chiefs actually started in yeah. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. And um and then, you know, moved to Kansas City and actually if probably 6 or 7 years ago we went to a Chiefs Cowboys game in Kansas City. Oh, cool. And if you've never seen a game, if you've never been fortunate enough to be in Arrowhead during a not. Chiefs game, it's one of the best I'm experiences sure. ever. Um, places full of red. It's so loud. It's just, it's so much fun. And at that game, I'm looking around. Well, the players were wearing their throwback jerseys. Uh-huh. And so that was super cool. But I'm looking around and it was an equal amount of Chiefs fans and Cowboy fans, which you never see in yeah. Arrowhead. And I think that just speaks to the, you know, at that moment, I was like, this is sort of part of history because yeah. that's where they started. And yeah. what a, they're not really a rivalry, but it's a really special game. Yeah, I mean, because they never, I mean, he wanted it. He, he started Texans to be a rival. He, right. Like, the NFL wouldn't give him the franchise license because right. the Cowboys were already here. So he moved him there in 63. But, yeah, so it is, like, that's part of the, like, lineage, mm-hmm. you know, to have. Mm-hmm. That was probably really cool to, to be there for that specific game and, or any game. But yeah. And that Lamar Hunt and uh, Jerry Jones have the Preston Road Trophy is what they call it um, whenever the Chiefs and the Cowboys play. Oh, and that's so, what it's called? How yeah, funny. it's called the Preston Road Trophy. How cool. Um, so We have the same statues of Lamar here and there, too, I think. Correct. Like, it's in the north end zone of FC Dow- Toyota Stadium, but I'd, I've seen it on TV there. I've never been. There. I've never even been to Kansas City before. Well, so. next year, the Cowboys come to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, so okay. we can road trip. Okay, we'll make it a date. We'll make it a date. We'll miss our own kids' sports that exactly. weekend and go. Okay, um, real quick, ads and stuff. So yes. you were probably in an emotional state. I was. But I, I wrote down a couple of my favorites. Um, 
It's funny. It was one of the last ones, but I loved the Alexa one with Michael B. Jordan. Yes. And she was channeling, like, him. Yes. That just was so creative to me. And, like, I don't know. It was hilarious. I thought it was like very that funny. One. Yes. Um, my other favorite was, um, it was a Toyota ad, but it was the Team USA about the Siberian swimmer girl who they oh. adopted. I love yeah. that. I was, I've been looking forward to it. I had seen it earlier in the week, like a kind of a, a teaser. And so I'd really been looking forward to it. And it just, the way that it was filmed, like there she is in the water and there are her parents on the phone yeah. learning about her. And she's, it's like she's watching it's, them. It gives me chills. I know. It was like, it was emotional. And yeah. It was done so well. I need to see it again because I probably missed a lot of it. But it was um, and then I thought the GM ones with Will Ferrell were funny, just because I think sure. Will Ferrell, pretty much anything he could stand there and do, he could just stand there and like look at the camera and I'd I probably know. laugh. Exactly. Um, I liked the Chipotle one because I like Chipotle's stance on a lot of things, but just the way I eat and sustainability and diet and things like right. that. I liked the one at the end also with, it was Jeep, but it was about meeting in the middle. Yes. I thought that was cool symbolism. I mean, especially for right now, right? Like, we all need to try and do that. So I'm glad they incorporated some things like that. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, that looks like Bruce. It sounds like Bruce. That is Bruce. That I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't know. But um, the boss. And then my other one I highlighted was um, <laughs> Miracle Grow, which is just funny that that's, like, on the list. But it just goes to show you can come up with the creative idea that sticks with somebody, and it doesn't have to be a product that, like, I'm seeking tomorrow to go by. Right. Um, but the John Travolta dancing part oh, and everything. like loved. I just think he's so cute. And Love him. It was just cool. It was it was a refreshing, different ad. So were there other ones on, uh, on that stood out to you? So I was waiting for you to bring it up, but I'm glad you didn't. My, so as much as I tried not to like this couple at the beginning, oh, wait. I really did like... The Gwen okay. and Blake commercial. I was going to say, like, you're either going to be talking about Ashton or in, or Gwen. So I am not a Gwen fan. I me either. She bugs me. Oh. I don't like her singing. She starts singing, and I'm like, please stop. I know. Yes. I, I'm the same way. But, but I think Blake Shelton's the cutest little thing. And so when they got together, uh, and the, I'm a love Miranda Lamb, all these things. But I same thing. I looked over at my mom. She was sitting on the couch next to me, and I said, Okay, that was cute. Like, that made me like Gwen Stefani more. I like them together. The more, like, when they sing together and, like, when we were, you know, during quarantine, they were quarantining together and they did interviews. And I tried not to like them together, but I think they really do love each other. And so you're like, how can you... How can you argue that? It and was cute. It, and their commercial was cute last night. Yeah. Of course, there's like, Adam um, Levine. Do you and, have on Spurs? Yes. She goes, um, oh, Blake, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but you really do love him. So I thought that was really cute. And it was funny that Mila and Ashton won. Um, one, of the, one of my good friends that Shaggy. was at the party last night. She's worked for Frito Lay forever, uh-huh. and so someone made the joke like, "Oh wait, a Cheetos commercial! Like, do people really not know what Cheetos are?" And it was we laughed. She was like, "It's the snack mix," and but it's so appropriate it for the Super cute. Bowl. You yeah. have to have a Frito Lay commercial yeah. in the Super Bowl because Chips, for sure it's the Super Bowl. So yeah, it was very cute. It was cute, and I didn't mention I missed I st- forgot this on my list, but. Um, so you talked about the T-Mobile ad earlier, I think, right? When the spotty reception, and so you hear the different things. Yes. Which is also the Gwen. That, that was the Gwen one, okay. yes. Same yes. concept, but yes. just, I mean, same brand, just two different versions of it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the the football version of it was great. Just it really you, was. You see him on the golf, on I think he was on the putting green, and then you see what Tom heard, and you're right. like, 
come, you know, I'll come with you or whatever. Right. I'll do it with you. It's cute. Yeah, that was really cute. So, yeah, I loved those. Okay, well, I have some other notes here, but I know I think we talked a while about the actual <laughs> game. I'm, I, I'm glad. Um, but, yeah, I was going to mention, like, I thought the her... America the Beautiful, yeah. I think mm-hmm. she sang, mm-hmm. was cool with yeah, her electric guitar. Um, I kind of liked the way this Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church group up together. It was it. like, gave me chills. Loved it. I mean, I kind of like any national anthem, but theirs was, they had a cool, like, powerful way about it, the way it they really combined. It really did. And it just, just two different genres of music. And again, I think there's a lot of symbolism that people can draw from that, but it was just, yeah, enjoyable. But that's and life. That's, that's life. how we have to right. do. And then, um, and I love Eric same Church. with the three folks that they honored with the Amanda Gorman poem. But um, you know, one was a Marine, one was an ICU, I think nurse. I might mm-hmm. be saying that wrong. And one was an educator. So that was just neat. I just liked really how was. they brought it. They really like shine the light on those um, those people. And when the um, owner spoke at the end like that was the first thing he said you know mm-hmm. thanks the real heroes are the healthcare workers here, i missed so. that part <laughs> yeah he probably turned the tv off by then i'll but, admit i didn't hear that but so. yeah so he it, i mean that's the first thing he think he said that's awesome uh, which is awesome that's awesome um, so i liked seeing that so i mean if you feel like i don't know if this makes you feel better or worse but the bucks have the lowest all-time winning percentage <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> so, like, eh, they won one last night, but, you know. Right, we'll see what happens. I don't know. If they keep Brady for a couple more years, they could be back there. So oh, you know. can't count them out. We'll see what he comes up with. Man, if I we, was him, we, I'm obviously not in his mentality, but, right. dude, you got it. You got to prove that you could go to another franchise who sucks yes. and let them w- or make them, lead them to a win yes. in one in year. one yeah. Not three or four seasons. One, you got one shot at it in the yeah. weirdest season ever, and you made it happen. Yep. Like, bye. Just Absolutely. Go just home, hang out with your beautiful wife and kids. And but I don't think that's stop. what he wants to do. No. I think he's just, that's why he is who he is. Yeah. Is he's just driven on a different level. And for sure. The more you push against him, the harder he works. Yep. I think, haven't we all figured that out? Maybe if we just <laughs> stop talking about how yeah. much we don't like Tom Brady, he'll go away. Yeah. Um, but we did joke last night as a family. We said, well, okay, let's try and find the positive. Last year, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and then our whole world <laughs> went downhill. Yeah, and so now maybe since they lost, everything will be like Balance. uphill. <laughs> like the everything's just going to go back to normal. Balance will be set right again. <laughs> right. We're on the right track. <laughs> We're on the right path. Just funny. Well, Angie, thanks for coming in. Thanks I know it's tough. Me. I have never, um, I mean, I have been, I've had teams win championships before and then not really back-to-back feelings. But I, I feel what you're feeling probably like when the Rangers miss the World Series right. or lose the World Series and I know that it's really depressing and sad right and like, a bummer. like we are honestly get like sports sad yeah for stuff like this so yeah. I know it's not easy coming in here and talking no. about it but I'm glad you stuck to your word and said yes and absolutely thank you for having me this was fun I can always talk about my Chiefs I win know. or lose I know so. you can well when love they're them. back in the Super Bowl next year come back and okay. we'll do a preview <laughs> I would love that okay <laughs> thank you Kelly yeah thank you for listening to this episode of Hustle and Pro remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts 